Alrighty, when you hear that music, you know it's time for On the Lighter Side of Baseball. This is Jamie Retsky coming to you from Overland Park, Kansas, where we enter Draft Day. Yes, Draft Day. That's not to be confused with uh, any other day because Draft Day, June 3rd at 6 o'clock Eastern Time, the draft begins of the amateur players and... We'll talk a little bit about who's going to draft where, but the Kansas City Royals have the second pick. I'm sure they'll screw that up, reference Bubba Starling. These guys, anybody they've drafted that's been worth a hoot, they've traded away for literally nothing. And uh, let's not jump on the Royals quite yet. We'll do that later in the show. But for right now, um, I want to talk a little bit about what's going to happen as soon as the draft starts tonight, and that is... Craig Kimbrell is going to sign with the Chicago Cubs, and Dallas Keuchel is going to sign with the St. Louis Cardinals. That's my prediction. It's now 11 o'clock in the morning, central time. It's noon. That's six hours away from the draft East Coast time. So there you've had it. My prediction for the Cardinals finishing last was looking good until they swept the Cubs this weekend. The Cardinals travel to Wrigley Field next weekend, where I'll be in attendance to watch the games on Friday and at least Friday and Sunday to see if the Cubs can return the favor. The Cubs have a major problem, and that is not even referring to the bullpen. The major problem with the Cubs is, just like last year, they cannot hit with runners in scoring position. They cannot drive in a run to save their life, number one. Number two, they're having a hard time scoring runs on anything but home runs. So why in the world do you think that is? Why in the world, with guys on second and third, does Javi Baez try to hit a home run? These guys are not team players. These guys don't have a Jake Arrieta. They don't have a John Lackey. They don't have a David Ross. They've got John Lester, who's kind of moody and quiet. They don't have any chemistry. They have a stupid approach to baseball, and it starts with Theo Epstein. If you go back and you listen to the recording of Theo's press conference at the end of the year when he cut Joe Madden out of the process, and he met individually with players to find out what complaints they had, like, well, you know, we don't know what day we're going to be playing, and Joe gets to the ballpark late, and holy cow, gee whiz, things are just tough. Well, Theo comes on to his press conference after talking to all these guys, and he goes, he's turned into, it's like um, the guy on, on uh, the MLB network, Tom Verducci, who all of a sudden has become a baseball uh, instructor on every phase of the game. Tom Verducci knows about pitching. Tom Verducci knows about base running. Tom Verducci knows about hitting. He's a friggin' Sports Illustrated writer, for God's sakes. And it's a joke. In fact, MLB Network, except for Heidi and Plezak and D-Row, other than that, it's getting to be a joke. Um, the, the Sabermetrics guys, the host of these shows, it's putrid. And let me tell you, going back to the last podcast... The sterilization of baseball is becoming more and more um, apparent. So anyway, so Theo, he doesn't have a contract with Joe, which is a ridiculous insult. Cut a contract for five years with Madden, 
And if you have to fire him in three years, so be it. Give me a break. It's an insult. If I were Joe Madden, I'd say, hey, you know what? I'm not coming back no matter what you do. So that's one thing. If you listen to this press conference, we're going to have a higher launch angle. We need to swing for the fences. This baseball team needs to change its approach. So, you know, for a month or two when they're facing mediocre talent, they can hit to the opposite field. Right now, man, they can't, they can't do anything. Rizzo and Bryant are their only hopes. They need a catcher. They need a leadoff hitter, and they need somebody with some chemistry that can motivate this team. Otherwise, you've got this talent pool that is becoming stagnant. They are stagnant. Javi Baez is is just not doing it. Uh, Hayward is, you know, doing what he's supposed to be doing, but not getting paid the kind of money he's got. Elmore ought to be in the lineup every day, and... You cannot keep Schwarber in the leadoff spot. I mean, God, what is going on? And then, I don't know. You know, their starting pitching has been okay. The, the Hamels hadn't had a win in a month. Quintana's getting hit pretty much. Uh, Kyle Hendricks is doing pretty well. Darvish is really doing pretty well. He doesn't have a win at Wrigley, but maybe that'll change this week. And, uh, you know, that's the life of a Cub fan. You just get to where you gripe all the time. Uh, you're pessimistic all the time. They scored one run in game one in St. Louis, one run in game two, in, or game three in St. Louis. The other game had a three-and-a-half-hour rain delay, and it was just inevitable. When were they going to walk it off? It was just when was St. Louis going to finally win? And you go back to last month, the Cubs haven't gotten a clutch hit to save their life. Bodie, God love them, but $15 million contract for Bodie? Give the money to Joe... Madden. Anyway, everybody sugarcoats it. Oh, you know, they're just having a tough time. They had a really rough streak, played 18 games in 19. Big deal. It's just boring baseball. And the shift's killing them, killing them all. Anyway, that's kind of my initial rant. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about famous number 19s. This is podcast number 19. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Harper and Machado, as I said, Harper's going to end up hitting 280, but he's a bum, and he'll always be a bum. We're going to talk a little bit about the White Sox in 1959, my favorite team. We're going to talk a little bit about the 1919 White Sox and what they were doing when they weren't cheating, when they weren't giving away the game with gambling. What did Seacott do during the month of May? How did Joe Jackson hit during the month of May? What was Buck Weaver doing during the month of May? These things interest me. It's a 100-year celebration of the Black Sox celebration, my eye. It's not much of a celebration for a team to get pissed at the owner and give away the games to the Cincinnati Reds. But be that as it may, we'll talk about the Power Five. We'll talk about the Doggy Five. We'll talk about wins from chemistry. We'll talk about uh, anything that my callers want to call in and talk about. So... Uh, Unfortunately, we don't have a phone. You're not going to be able to call in. The lighter side of baseball, what's light about what's going on with the shift? What's light about the umpires? What's light about no collisions anywhere? What's light about four-hour baseball games, three-hour baseball games? What's light about some of the broadcasts? Oh, my God, I listened to the second and third team of ESPN. Well, number one, let's take the first team. 
with A-Rod and um, I can't even remember the guy's name that that leads off. Is it the guy that um, used to be with the Brewers organization? Um, I'll think of it in a minute. But, um, you know, he's okay. And um, I think it's, I can't, the, the woman, is it Hernandez? I, she's awesome. But they give her a microphone where you can't hear her. <laughs> they really do. You cannot hear what she says, and she's pretty good. And they ought to get a microphone that works for her. And then you got the second team and the third team. Now, David Ross does some of the games, and he's good. But those guys don't even, they don't broadcast the baseball game. There's nothing wrong with the TV guy talking about ball one, ball two, strike one, strike two. He's in the mind up. There's the pitch. He's checking the runner at first. You can still do that. You don't have to let the picture tell the story all the time. These guys are horrible. They they think they're funny and entertaining. You know, it's worse than, I never thought anybody would be worse than Tim McCarver. These national broadcasts, with the exception of Costas and um, uh, Smoltz on uh, MLB, some of these guys, man, you know, I don't want to hear the stories. I want to hear about the game, a little bit about the game, a little bit of background, but not a lot of color. Anyway, um, what else can I rant and rave about? That's it. I'm going to do a technical check to see how the equipment's working. And uh, we'll be back soon with more of On the Lighter Side. And I promise I'll try to find something on the lighter side. So far, it ain't too light, is it? That's it. We'll be back. The break could be a minute. could be five minutes. It could be tomorrow. But we'll be back for the finish of number 19 and try to come up with somebody that was famous who wore number 19. And that famous person was none other than Billy Pierce. Yeah, Billy Pierce for the 1959 White Sox, one of the great lefties of all time. His number's retired by the White Sox, and he's one of the all-time greats. So that's it. So we did take a long break. I'm not sure how long. Could have been, jeez, uh, long enough for the Cubs to sweep the Cardinals. Long enough for the Cubs to sign Kimbrell, as I predicted. The Braves signed Dallas Keuchel, which I did not predict. And uh, other than that, baseball kind of uh, goes along. We're getting into the middle third of the season. Some things don't change. Ned Yost still continues to be the worst manager in baseball. If the Royals retire his number, I give up my season tickets immediately. They cannot retire that buffoon's number. He is pathetic. And the fact that Dayton Moore keeps him around is even more pathetic for Dayton Moore. They are the worst team in baseball. They have separated themselves from the Marlins, the Orioles, the Tigers. They are, without a doubt, the crummiest team in baseball. So that's it from the bottom, the top, the Central Division in the National League, from the Brewers to the Cubs to the Cardinals to the Pirates to the Reds. They're all good. Anybody could actually win the division, including the Reds and the Pirates. They're both coming on strong. Dodgers are walking away with it. The Twins are walking away with it. The Astros are walking away with it. Ho-hum. The shift continues to kill baseball. And on a sad note, uh, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, was shot the other night in the Dominican Republic. Again, players should stay away from the Dominican Republic. It is not good for their longevity. It appears from early reports 
that after six hours of surgery and a flight to Boston, following that surgery that took place in the Dominican, Poppy's going to be all right, although there hasn't really been any explanation of his ability to walk. So hopefully, even though he was shot in the back, um, damaged some organs, hopefully he'll be able to make a full recovery. So that's it. We're going to do podcast 20 soon. It'll be a big one, and then we'll try to figure out where we're at in terms of the format. So until then, uh, on the lighter side of baseball, this is Jamie Rutsky saying have a great week, and we'll be back soon.